Welcome to Set for Life with Pastor Ray Jensen. You can find us at setforliferadio.com. Romans 10.9 says that if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God has raised Him from the dead, you will be saved. So let's listen from God's Word, verse by verse, on how we can prepare for the coming of the Lord and Messiah Jesus, who died on the cross, so that you can be set for life. You'll be set for life if you give your heart and believe what He's done for you. You'll be set for life with the treasure stored up in heaven when you're through. You'll be set for life. You let God deal with it. You let the Lord deal with it. You already know you can't deal with it. It's already beyond you. And there's a reason it's beyond you. Mm-hmm. Is so that you will put your trust in the Lord God. That is the effect of righteousness. And you don't have to get mad and cut people down and chew them out and go go to war with everybody to get what you want mm-hmm. for your peace. You know what? When you trust in the Lord, Mike, you can afford to be quiet. Mm-hmm. You don't have to raise raise the roof off the house to try to get things done because the Lord's going to deal with it, isn't he? Yeah, and the very word righteousness, you know, you mentioned being a true, making Jesus our true Lord and Savior. And part of that, say, our righteousness becomes from His righteousness. It's not it's of not, our own. It's not our own. It's it not comes that, from Him. It's not that I'm a good person. It's like not a branch that, off a of vine. Right, right. Because I accept that cleansing blood from the Lord to forgive me and cleanse me of all my unrighteousness, that He is my righteousness. So even though this is an Old Testament scripture, the new covenant that was made fulfilled by his death, burial, and resurrection again, that we could be free from our sin and be righteous before him or made right before him by that sacrifice. And from the result, again, is finding this peace and trust that, hey, this guy died for me. He mm, died yeah. to pay for the penalty of my eternal death sentence, basically, because of my sin, my sin nature. Can you trust somebody like that? If And, you know, a lot of you military folks, and again, for those who are military, we appreciate your service and your your dedication and those who have risked their lives on the front lines. But if you have some uh, somebody who served with you and they risk their life for you, it's like you trust that person. You see very strong bonds of trust between military personnel, especially if they were active duty in, uh, in, a, in front lines of a war. Um, it, this is similar here that Jesus gave literally gave his life for us. Is that somebody you can trust? I would think so. Yes, absolutely. He, you know, the, the king of all creation. God Almighty came down in flesh to do this for us, to die. Why would you not trust this guy? Why would you not trust him to do that? Because he he did so much, and we're having mic trouble today. <laughs> we're trying to fix microphones from swinging away from us. It was such a such a moment. There we go. Right. Uh, it, uh, sometimes the mics try to swing away, but he he came and died for us. You can trust him in that. And one thing about peace. Bible says, and uh, maybe Mike can dig it up for me while I'm looking ahead, that blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called sons of God. If you want to be a son of God, which means you are adopted into the family by God, you've got to be a peacemaker. Too many people are not being peacemakers. They're war makers, and they're fighting with each other, and they're learning that from the TV set and from movies. Somebody pops off at you, pop off back. I'm not going to take that. Well, listen to me what I think you are. <laughs> Just go to war. That's not a peacemaker. 
A peacemaker is exactly what it is. It's a peacemaker. You have differences with somebody, you at least try to make peace with them. I've got to face that later today myself. <laughs> it's making peace with people. If I'm going to be a son of God, Mike, that's some of the things I've got to do. If I'm a, a genuine believer in Messiah Jesus, that is what I'm going to do. Mike, did you find the verse? What is that one? Um, this comes from the book of Matthew, uh, chapter 5, verse 9. Blessed are the peacemakers for they shall be called sons of God. Amen. The peacemakers are going to be sons of God. So you got to look at your life and, and which way are you going? Are you always in the drama? And, you know, Mike, I have, I have a simple way to look at this. There's people always tell me, I'm so sick of drama. I'm so sick of drama. But the people that tell me that are the people who are always in drama. Mm-hmm. I, have a, I have a way for this. Here's a good way to look at it. Okay, y'all hear me out. The best way to not be in drama is to not be in drama. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) If you don't like it, get out of it. If you're in it, it's because you choose to be in it. But if you're going to be a peacemaker, you're going to do everything you can to make peace with people. That Mm -hmm. is an effect of righteousness is the peace. And um, before I move on to Isaiah 52 and seven, you look like you got a thought. Oh, no. Okay. <laughs> I'm just trying to read Mike's face, okay. and I'm not okay. as good at reading you as <laughs> okay. I thought I was. That's fine. So, uh, Isaiah 52 and 7, you want to read that, Mike? Um, it reads, How beautiful on the mountains are the feet of those who bring good news, who proclaim peace, who bring good tidings, who proclaim salvation, who say to Zion, Your God reigns. You, you know, we're proclaiming peace, Mike. That's the whole, guys, you who are listening to me, hear me, hear me, hear me. If you don't hear nothing else, if you're daydreaming while you're driving or whatever it is you're doing right now, at least hear this. We are trying to proclaim the good news of Jesus Christ to you. That is the whole purpose. That's the whole vision, the whole everything of this podcast, of this entire ministry that we do, is to proclaim the good news, which means gospel of Jesus Christ, how you can be saved. It's proclaiming peace. Right. How beautiful. Those who bring the gospel, the good news, who proclaim peace, and who bring good tidings, who proclaim salvation. And there's salvation in no one else but Jesus Christ. I know that sounds intolerant. I know it sounds narrow. There's a reason they call it the narrow way. Friends, you got to understand, we've got this wide, wide culture that says anything goes. And anything that goes in opposition to that, anything that looks narrow, well, there has to be something wrong with it. But that's exactly the way the gospel is, because the only way is through Jesus Christ. And we're trying to proclaim that good news. That's what we're trying to do. It is a it is a gospel of peace. And friend, if you don't have any peace in your life, if you're strained, if you feel like you're being choked out, you're almost out of energy. It's like you you cannot lay down and sleep at night, as the verse says, without peace. It just, it's driving you up the wall and you just can't get control of it. Friend, you never will. Then listen to what I'm about to tell you. I'm here to proclaim peace to you. Peace that surpasses all understanding. And that peace is in Messiah Jesus. But the only way you're going to get it is if you turn your trust over completely, all the way, all the way. When I married my wife, she gave herself to me completely. Mm-hmm. I gave myself to her completely. I didn't give part of myself. I didn't say, hey, you get me on Monday night, but uh, Tuesday through well, the rest of the week, I'm going to spend the night with whoever else I want to. I mm-hmm. gave myself to her totally mm-hmm. every night. 
I'm here in this house with her and she's with me. That's that's the way it looks like with Jesus Christ. You got to give yourself to him. And some of you think you gave your life to Jesus, but you didn't give it all the way. And that's why you don't have any peace. Right. There's a way to do it, mm-hmm. is to give them their life. Mike, what can people do? Uh, let me read real quick. Uh, Isaiah 53 and 5, and a lot of, be- a lot of people skip chapter 53. Uh, when they go through the book of Isaiah. So listen to this. It's talking about the Lord. It says, but he was pierced for our transgressions. He was crushed for our iniquities, which is our sins. The punishment that brought us peace was on him. And by his wounds, we are healed. That means the punishment you and I were supposed to take, he took. Mm-hmm. What brought us peace, he paid for with a very astronomically high price. It was a very chaotic, barbaric price. Right. What can people do, Mike? They can realize that it's something you don't earn or do yourself. Your natural mind. He did it. Yeah. He finished it. As a matter of fact, he said, it is finished when he was on the cross. It is a finished, paid-for work. You don't have to reach in your pocket, get your credit card. You don't have to start making the list of, I have to do this and can't do that. That's a, that's a result of it. You don't want to do those things because your heart's changed. But our iniquities, our punishment, he took upon that cross. Don't pick it up yourself. Don't try to do it on your own thinking, oh, I got to do this and oh, I got to do that. We so naturally want to gravitate towards that and, and do it ourselves. You're never going to have true peace right. unless you totally give it over. And yet this, this idea that I got to do part of it, friend, that's exactly why you don't have peace. The the effect of righteousness, you're going to have peace. You're going to be able to lay down and sleep. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> if you don't have that, something's wrong. Red mm-hmm. flag. Yeah, it's faith in the completed work. So because in the New Testament, it says without faith, it is impossible to please God. So to actually please him, we need to put faith in this completed work he's talking about. Now, there's a lot on top of as a result of this. There's things that we our our, our minds are changed. We learn how to walk with him. We're renewed by the washing of the water of the word. There is a process, but it begins. If you don't have the very source of this, the beginning of it, you'll find that trying to do all those other things, you're going to be doing them on your own. You may even know them in the Bible, but if you're trying to do it in your own strength without his Holy Spirit, you're doing uh, the caboose before the, the engine, the train engine, per se. You're trying to do it backwards. Cart before the horse. Right. Faith in the completed work will result in different areas of your life, mentally, psychologically, emotionally, relationally, it will affect because your heart changes. Your faith is not in yourself or in the things of the world, which are temporal and fallen and, you know, not don't really fix the source of it. But everything else, um, I think there's he said in uh, Matthew that uh, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, his righteousness, and not all yours. these things will be added unto you. He's he's he think he's uh, teaching the Beatitudes. And he said, it will be added to you. So all those, those little things in your life, he's not saying ignore them. Don't act like they're not there. But he said, all these things you're concerned about, they'll be added to you as you seek the kingdom first in every area of your life and his righteousness in every area of your life. And I like how he said they will be added to you. He doesn't say seek first the kingdom and then I'll let you go get the rest. He said, seek first the kingdom and they mm-hmm. will be added to you. In other words, right. I'll give you the rest. And all that other stuff, I'll, just, I'll dump in your lap, but you've right. got to look for the kingdom first. And it's like trusting your dad that when you're a child, that he's going to help provide for you, in a sense. It is an example. Yeah. But I trust my dad was going to provide for me. 
and I realize a lot of you may not have the ideal father. I'm not talking about that, but a good father you can trust in that you have faith. Hey, dad's going to bring home groceries. Dad's going to pay for this. He's going to give me a place to live. He's going to, you know, give me good advice. Uh, that's an example of what we're talking Matter about. Matter of fact, the reason why they say declare Jesus as Lord is if any of you remember the feudal system, a Lord owned everything. He owned the land. He owned all of it, the forest, the crops, and he let the people live on his land. He says, you can chop down my trees. You can grow my crops for me, and I'll let you have as much as my trees as you want. You can have all the food you want, but it's mine. You do it for you handle my stuff, but you can use it for your life. That's why you why we declare Jesus as Lord. Mm-hmm. It's all his. Nothing's yours. Mm-hmm. Everything the, the money in your back pocket, the car in your driveway, the house you live in, it's all his. But if you will use it for him, he'll let you use it. Mm-hmm. And we start forgetting that he's Lord and we start thinking that well, this belongs to me. This is mine. Mm-hmm. I got this. Yeah. No, he lets you have it. It's his. Right. But he wants you to have peace because, you know, when you start thinking my car, my everything, well, then you start losing control of it because you stopped entrusting him with it. Mm-hmm. You stopped using it for kingdom purposes. You started using it for just you, for your agenda. Mm-hmm. And that's, I, friends, I know there's a bunch of you out there listening. You don't have peace about something. Well, I'm a, I'm a born again believer, right? You might be. But have you really been trusting the Lord? For those of you who are not believers in Jesus, you have not given your life to Jesus. And I'm not just talking about the label called Christian. That's gotten to where it doesn't really mean much anymore. Oh, do you want to be a Christian? It doesn't seem to mean much anymore. So I'm going to say this. Have you given your life to Jesus? That's what I'm going to say. I'm not just going to slap a label. Have you made Jesus your Lord and said, yes, I'm a sinner. I messed up. I'm sorry. Please fix my life. Give me eternal life. Thank you for dying on the cross for me. And then trust him with it. Right. That's what we're trying to say. We're trying to proclaim peace. And in John 14, 27, Jesus said, peace, I leave with you. My peace, not, not some other peace. He noticed he said my peace, the peace that I have, he says, hmm. my peace, I give to you. It means you didn't have to earn it. He ought, He's going to give it to you free. And then he says, not as the world gives, do I give to you. Let not your hearts be troubled, neither let them be afraid. Friend, you're afraid about something. Some of you listen to me, you're thinking, man, I just nailed it with you. No, I did not. The Word of God did. Yes. You are troubled, and here's why. Because you're not partaking of the righteousness of Jesus Christ because you will not let him. You're not trusting him. You think God, you literally think that God cannot fix your issues and you're trying to do it yourself. My friends, hear me. Here's what I would do if I was you. I would let go of it and say, God, deal with this. I can't. God, please help me. This is too big for me. I blew it. I I messed up. And now I'm in trouble deeper than I know how to get out of. Lord, will you please take over and fix my life? Forgive me. I caused it. I know I caused it. I'm the one that's to blame. I'm the one at fault. But you died and paid the penalty for me. You paid the price. It's like I went into a china shop and went crazy and broke everything in the china shop. And it's my Mm -hmm. fault. I broke it all, and Mm -hmm. I know it. Now I owe this huge debt, and I can't afford it. But Jesus came in and says, I'll pay this bill. And he paid for it. And friend, he paid for it on the cross. You've got to entrust yourself to that. He has dealt with it. He It's already been dealt with already. Right. And... Your problems may not just go away, but for you who are believers, you need to 
focus on the Lord Jesus Christ. He said, persecution will come. You want to lay down and sleep at night? You want to be rid of this this strain and have peace? Turn it over to the Lord. There is an effect of righteousness that will bring you peace. Do you have it? If the answer is no, something's wrong. Something's wrong. But I'm a saved believer. Okay, but something's wrong in your trust. You're not fully, you haven't fully opened up the tap of his righteousness. You know, Mike, when I, sometimes when I turn on the tap to shave or something, I I don't like all the hot. I have to put on some cold too. (laughs) Uh I mix, I mix them. And so friends, you're putting, you're turning on two taps. You can't do that. You can't turn on your own tap and the Lord's tap. You need to turn your tap off and you need to turn his on and it be all about the righteousness of Christ. Cause really you have nothing that comes out of your tap of righteousness. When you turn it on, nothing comes out. That's where we are lacking. Friend, give your life to Jesus Christ. And you know, Ray, you're talking about the trouble that's caused by our own sin, our own trusting in ourselves, not trusting in the Lord. You know, there's, and unfortunately, the, that, because we are the structure of the family and the way things are, the sins of others actually will cause trouble in our lives too. So I just wanted to encourage all of you that, we realize that there's troubles and, and problems in your life that you're not directly responsible for. We're not saying that every single problem in your life is your fault. That's not true. But still, the same promise remains that Jesus left his peace with you, not as the world gives. But he said, even though there are sins and problems in the world and troubles that are, you're not responsible for, nor you can necessarily change, he says, I leave my peace with you. And do not be afraid. Amen. He leaves his peace. You know, uh, I'm kind of was thinking about what you were just saying there. There's a there's a long ter- period of my life where I thought every bad thing that ever happened to me was completely my fault. Mm-hmm. And there's some things I did that propagated some of it. And some things it was not. And friend, one friends, one one of the things I'm trying to say is that you may be faulting yourself. Well, I deserve this. I deserve this. Well, let me tell you. Yes, you do. You absolutely do deserve it. And so do I. I deserve every bit of condemnation that I would have coming to me. Mm-hmm. But this is to further accent the love of Jesus Christ. Even though we deserved it, he didn't want you to take it. Right. And he came and paid it anyway. Yes, mm-hmm. you deserve it. See, the, he, that's why he said, I don't give as the world gives to you, because what the world would say is, look, you caused it. You deal with it. Mm-hmm. Jesus is saying, you caused it. I will deal with it. I'll pay it. Let right. him deal with it. Right. Friend, let him take it. He died. He didn't die on the cross for nothing. He died on the cross for you. Let him take it. He's already been through it. Let him have it. And so we want to leave you with the gospel. We want to leave you with the good news because we're proclaiming peace. And the gospel is this. We messed up. Jesus came to pay for it. And we need to turn it over to him. That's pretty much it. Without getting deeply theological and throwing a million verses at you and and, and telling you a bunch of doctrinal stuff, basically the gospel is this. We messed up. He loved us and came to save us. That's pretty much the whole thing. It doesn't have to be any more complicated than that. And, Mike, I was telling a guy recently about the gospel, and he looked at the scripture, and he goes, that's too easy. Mm -hmm. He couldn't couldn't believe it. Right. And he said he was a Christian. And Mm -hmm. it's like this is the first time he ever saw it. That's too easy. Mike, is it really that easy? Uh, Yeah. Yeah, and it offends it offends the thought that we 
have to earn something. I've got to do something. Right. It has to be something of myself. Surely if I have to do that, part that, of this. That's what faith is. Faith is my dad loves me. He's providing for me. And he made a way to me to be accepted to him. That's faith. Yeah. That's that he loves you like that. Yes, he does. Perfectly without motivation of, you know, uh, something sinister or evil or, or, or uh, prideful. It's that I love you. I created you. I love you. And I wanted you to be restored to me. So I'm going to make a way for it. Mike, one time I was at the city pool and I saw this toddler standing on the edge of the pool and dad was standing in the shallow side and he had his arms out saying, come on, jump. And the kid didn't want to do it. So dad put floaties, those little air blow up things on his arms. Uh-huh. He put floaties on the kid's arms and says, now, come on. And he, he wasn't even 12 inches away. Mm-hmm. Not far at all. He just wanted the kid to just kind of jump to him and the kid just wouldn't do it. He was afraid that dad's great, big, strong, wide arms was not capable of catching mm-hmm. him. Right. And he just wouldn't do it. Mm-hmm. And so, friends, some of you are in that place in life right now. You know you need to do something. And God is standing right there saying, come on, let's go. Give it to me. And mm-hmm. for some reason, you just won't do it. You got these floaties on. God has given you promises. So he put floaties on your arms. I promise that if you give it to me, I will take care of it. You will not go under. I'll, I got you. Uh, keep you afloat. But for some reason, you just don't think that the almighty God of the entire universe is capable of handling your situation. Mm-hmm. Friend, it's time for you to just jump. It's time for you to just turn it over to the Lord God. And let him have it. Father, we thank you for today. Lord, we thank you for those of you who are listening today. They don't have peace, and they don't know where am I going to get it from. That Lord, you work on them, that they finally understand. They get it through Jesus Christ. Lord God, communicate to that to them. It is beyond my ability by mere words to do. That they turn their life over to you as Lord and Savior, and they give their life to you, and they say, I am sorry. I messed up. I sinned. I am a sinner all the way. I deserve every wrong thing, every bit of condemnation. I, I, I'm i the one that did it. I caused the damage. And forgive me. Thank you for paying my way. And because you did, I'll give my life to you. You, you more than deserve that, Lord God, because you are king. Forgive me for what I have done against you in your name. And I thank you for being my Lord and Savior. Take over, Lord God, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Mike, do you think people can have peace with that? Yes, and it's a place of rest. Another word that uh, the scriptures use is to rest in the Lord. For those of you who are tired, you're fatigued, you're worn out, you're burned out, you're depressed, there is rest in the Lord. It's the same as finding that peace, finding a place of rest in Him that the world does not offer. And friends, the word says that uh, two or more witnesses have to establish a matter. You've got two guys here, me, Ray and Mike. We're both telling you the same thing. It is a true thing. And we have also shown you in God's word that you can trust in the Lord God for this. And so, Mike, do you think they can believe in this? Definitely. It's, It's definitely true stuff. Thank you for listening to Set for Life. We hope you can join us next time, unless Jesus returns for us first. Set for Life is the radio ministry of Pastor Ray Jensen. We invite you to subscribe to our podcast at setforliferadio.com. 
Hi, this is Ray Jensen. Thank you for giving me the opportunity to encourage you in God's Word. If the Bible doesn't excite you, then you're not reading it. I want you to remember that you are not worthless. You are priceless. Messiah Jesus died on the cross to redeem you so that you can be set for life.